Section three of the United States. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Sonia. The World Story, Volume Thirteen, The United States, edited by Eva March Tappan. Section three. Congress and Valley Forge, seventeen seventy-seven to seventeen seventy-eight, by John Fiske the army suffered under drawbacks which were immediately traceable to the incapacity of congress just as afterwards in the war of secession the soldiers had often to pay the penalty for the sins of the politicians a single specimen of the ill-timed meddling of congress may serve as an example at one of the most critical moments of the year seventeen seventy seven congress made a complete change in the commissariat which had hitherto been efficiently managed by a single officer colonel joseph trumbull two commissary generals were now appointed one of whom was to superintend the purchase and the other the issue of supplies and the subordinate officers of the department were to be accountable not to their superiors but directly to congress this was done in spite of the earnest opposition of washington and the immediate result was just what he expected colonel trumbull who had been retained as commissary general for purchases being unable to do his work properly without controlling his subordinate officers soon resigned his place the department was filled up with men selected without reference to fitness and straightway fell into hopeless confusion whereby the movements of the armies were grievously crippled for the rest of the season on the twenty second of december washington was actually prevented from executing a most promising movement against general howe because two brigades had become mutinous for want of food for three days they had gone without bread and for two days without meat the quartermaster's department was in no better condition the dreadful sufferings of washington's army at valley forge have called forth the pity and the admiration of historians but the point of the story is lost unless we realize that this misery resulted from gross mismanagement rather than from the poverty of the country as the poor soldiers marched on the seventeenth of december to their winter quarters their route could be traced on the snow by the blood that oozed from bare frost-bitten feet yet at the same moment says gordon hogsheads of shoes stockings and clothing were lying at different places on the roads and in the woods perishing for want of teams or of money to pay the teamsters on the twenty-third washington informed congress that he had in camp two thousand eight hundred ninety-eight men unfit for duty because they are barefoot and otherwise naked for want of blankets many were fain to sit up all night by fires instead of taking comfortable rest in a natural and common way cold and hunger daily added many to the sick list and in the crowded hospitals which were for the most part mere log huts or frail wigwams woven of twisted boughs men sometimes died for want of straw to put between themselves and the frozen ground on which they lay in the deficiency of oxen and draught horses gallant men volunteered to serve as beasts of burden and yoking themselves to wagons dragged into camp such meagre supplies as they could obtain for their sick and exhausted comrades so great was the distress that there were times when in case of an attack by the enemy scarcely two thousand men could have been got under arms when one thinks of these sad consequences wrought by a negligent quartermaster and the deranged commissariat one is strongly reminded of the remark once made by the eccentric charles lee 
when with caustic alliteration he described congress as a stable of stupid cattle that stumbled at every step end of section three this recording is in the public domain